Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio, and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I'm excited about another opportunity to share with you some ideas to help you do more, be more, achieve more, and live a wealthy, healthy, and wise life. You have only just a minute. It's only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer If you lose it, give account. If you abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but in eternity, your eternities are all wrapped up in it. A message from Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was one of my mentors, even though I never met him, but it's called God's Minute. I never met him, but I've read everything he wrote, and his mentee was Martin Luther King Jr., who has also inspired so many of us. But sometimes we have mentors who we might not meet 
personally, but we can learn from them, from their writings, from their thinking, from their their ideas. And so that God's Minute has inspired me and has become uh, something I've been known for for the last 25 years. Now, I take a moment to begin every show, as many of you know, giving God glory, giving him praise, giving him thanks, not just because he's got, he blessed me with this show that is now the number one self-help show in America, uh, on radio, not just because of my speaking tours and the, the, the books that have hit bestsellers list, not because of being able to speak for a living and, and, and impact people. No, that's all just secondary. What I'm grateful for and give God glory for is life and strength and health and the fact that I'm still here able to in my, my, my right mind and uh, as the old folks say, a reasonable portion of health. I am grateful, 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 grateful. So every morning I, I give God glory and I do it at the beginning of this show. I don't, I know that everybody, I don't know where you are, but I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe. And that's okay. I'm cool with that. But I know who blesses me and on what side that bread is butter and who's doing the buttering. So I give him glory. Now. My guest today is going to change your life. And I, I, I tell you that because I have seen this woman and this incredible, phenomenal woman change the lives of people in audiences by so, showing them how they have gifts and skills that they might not even know they have. I have been on the, on the same program with her. We did the Million Dollar Roundtable together. I've seen her when she's spoken at, at events where I've been in the audience and I have learned. She's done my personal profile to find out how I think and can be better. She is the author of an international best-selling book. She is a woman who skyrocketed to the top of the advertising field in her early 20s. And by the age 24, she was the most award-winning advertising copywriter in the USA. Her campaigns for brands such as Mini Cooper, Nike, Godiva Chocolates, Coca-Cola have fascinated, use that word, fascinated folks, millions of consumers. At the age of 27, she opened her first ad agency and her work still hangs in the Smithsonian Museum of American History. She is a, a history maker. Drawing upon this remarkable branding legacy, she developed the fascination advantage, the first algorithm to measure personal brands and why you're fascinating. Unlike traditional personality assessments such as Myers-Briggs or StrengthsFinders, she tests how you can see, be seen by the world, how they see you and how they don't see you and what you can do to, to make the most of what gifts you have. She frequently appears in media, Today Show, New York Times. She's named as the number one brand guru in the world. Her practical marketing systems now live inside organizations such as IBM, Twitter, and the YMCA. <coughs> Excuse me, as many as thousands of other small businesses. She is the guru of fascination. And her new book, Fascinate, How to Make Your Brand Impossible Resist, is a New York Times bestseller. She's my friend. She's a member of the Speaker's Hall of Fame, as I am, and she is one of the hottest, most in-demand speakers and thought leaders on the planet, my friend, Sally Hogshead. Sally, are you no. there? 
I am here, Willie. I'm excited to be able to talk with you. Thank you for that gorgeous introduction. Well, you know it's the truth. Because, see, not only did you skyrocket to the top of the advertising field, you skyrocketed to the top of the speaker's field. I mean, one day, this lady named Sally Hogshead appeared, and then she was at the top. I said, whoa! (laughs) So You know what? Isn't it true that sometimes success seems like that? It looks like that on the outside, when in fact it doesn't feel like that on the inside. And I'm excited to be able to talk to you about that. How can how can we all tap into who we are at our greatest value so that we can be seen for who we really are at our best? Well, that's what you do. Well, I gave them the thumbnail sketch of who Sally Hogscad is. Why don't you give us a little more in-depth information? I would love to do that. Can I do that by telling you a story? Yes. There was a period of time when I felt like I was frustrated because I wasn't getting acknowledged for what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was getting rewarded, and so that part of me started crushing myself down. This is when I was very first starting my career, and I thought I was doing cool stuff in advertising, cool stuff in in creativity, and I was trying to create something that the world had never seen before, having meaningful messages that it wasn't just about selling something. It was about helping people understand how to tap into themselves at their best. But in advertising, you have what's called a portfolio. And you take your portfolio from from ad agency to ad agency looking for a job. And about six months went by, and I didn't have a job, and I was ready to start flipping burgers. And, uh, you know, I, I had to borrow money from my parents until finally one day I walked into an ad agency, and they said, your work is different than anything we've ever seen before. Not only do we want to hire you, we want to put you on great accounts like Nike and BMW. And what I learned from that experience is that when we dumb ourselves down, when we water ourselves down, we're never going to reach our highest potential, that we have to stay true to who we know ourselves to be. And so it was, it was after that experience that I started realizing if I stopped trying to be all things to all people, that I could really tap into those qualities that are most extraordinary about myself. And better than that, I could help other people tap into those qualities. So I went from working in advertising to being an author and uh, learning how to reinvent myself to talk to people. And then I decided to become a speaker. And you, you very kindly said it happened quickly. But let me tell you, Willie, I struggled for years. I couldn't pay my bills for about five years as a speaker until finally one day I realized I had to do the same thing for myself as a speaker that that I had learned at the beginning of my career, which was I had to stop trying to copy everyone else. Amen. I had to find my own way of communicating. And that sometimes that feels like a risk. Yes. It feels scary. You know, this was when the economy wasn't going well. I was really having trouble making ends meet to to feed my kids until finally I said, you know what, I'm going to stop trying to please other people. I'm going to stop trying to be the next Willie Jolly or (laughs) or the next famous speaker. Yes. And I'm going to speak to people in an authentic way. And that's what shifted my career in every stage. Authenticity. Woo! Woo! That is so profound. Authenticity. Yes. And it's true, isn't it? That's, That's what changed your life. And, and you know it's it's not easy. It's, it sounds like it sounds like authenticity is just something that you naturally bump into. But you know the world doesn't tell us to become more of ourselves. The world says you got to fix yourself. Mm. You know, it, in advertising, this is one thing I noticed. The message was always um, to make people feel insecure. And this is one of the things that really bugged me about the world of of branding. 
you will be awesome as soon as you have whiter teeth. Mm. You'll be awesome as soon as you make more money, as soon as you're sexier, as soon as you have these car keys in your hands so you can impress people when you drive up to the restaurant. But what if we don't have to fix ourselves? What if who we already are is exactly right? And the point isn't to try to change yourself. The point is to become more of yourself. Mm. So the biggest challenge is how do we know who we are at our best? How do we know what those awesome, extraordinary differences are so that we can do more of that? Wow. That's, that's awesome. Well, you know, that's, that's what you have become the queen of. You have become the guru in and helping people find who they are because many people struggle with just figuring out who they are and what their gifts are. I mean, I remember when I first started speaking, I, I was ashamed the fact that I was a singer and and I said, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to let anybody know. I want to be like <laughs> Les Brown. I'm going to be like Les Brown. I'm going to be like uh, right. Zig Ziglar because I'm a singer. What would they think of me? And, and only to realize after time that that's what set me apart. That what made me mm. who I was really a speaker who also was a singer and who combined the two. And that's where my career started to take off. So we're going to talk about how you can become fascinating. Sally's got some incredible stories that she will share with you as well as some principles. And she got a gift for each one of you and that will help you become more fascinating, help you find your greater gift, your measurement. She's got some gifts that I, I have asked her to give to my listeners because she is big she's a big ball of shot caller folks she is a big she's a big <laughs> deal and so for her to be here and w- as well as give you some gifts is a big deal but we know that because we have friends who understand the principle that as you give so shall it be given to you we, you're going to be blessed listeners every one of you so look we're going to take a quick break for station identification and we're going to be right back and i know for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure that your best is yet to come so just hang on hang in there And stay tuned, because your best is yet to come. And Sally Hogshead's got some great information to change your life. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. Dr. Willie Jolly on the Wealthy, Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And this is broadcast for those who might be listening uh, around the world or on podcasts or somewhere. You can listen to this all over the world now on online, on uh, satellite, and now with podcasts. We are very grateful that we are able to have new technologies to get this message out. Well, my special guest today, she shot up the ranks of the advertising field, became one of the top advertising copywriters in America, and then she entered to the speaking industry and shot up that ranks. Now, she said in the background, she was what we doing, we call woodshed and working hard. She's like, she said she was like the duck on the, on the water. The duck on the water just smoothly sails along. But under there, under that water, that little feet are moving. She said she was working hard <laughs> behind the scenes so that she could shoot up, but it wasn't as easy as we all looked, as it looked like. And then she started writing books and creating Products that can impact people uh, from distances. And wow, she has shot up in that because she understood there's some principles. And if you use these principles, they will work for you. So Sally, let's talk about these principles and things that you have learned over your life. Tell me your story. Where did you come from? How did you get here? I am the youngest of three, and I have an overachieving family. My, my sister's a swimmer, and my brother graduated from Harvard. And I struggled to be able to find myself when I was, when I was a little girl. And there was, uh, there was an experience that gave me um, a real insight and epiphany that I've carried with me my entire life. When I was 11 years old, I, I, I didn't get to spend as much time with my dad as I wanted to. He was a surgeon, and so he had a real devotion to his patients, helping them be able to walk again through spinal surgery. And I remember one Sunday, we were on the way to make rounds to see his patients, and we were going over a bridge, and we were talking. You know what? I'm kind of tearing up as we're talking, because I had a discussion with my dad about this the other day. He remembers what we were talking about. Wow. We were discussing why why he was so in love with helping other people be able to walk. Mm. And, and, I, and I remember that discussion, but the next thing that I remember was waking up in the hospital after having been in a coma. And 
what I learned later is that when we crossed over the bridge, a tow truck had smashed into the side of our car. And our um, this small car, we were wrapped around a telephone pole. And the, the grill of the tow truck smashed me right in my face. Wow. So the windshield shattered like shrapnel all throughout my face, scarring me terribly. And the, the grill of the tow truck cut all the nerves in my face. And at the time, um, my, my dad didn't know if my, if, if my heart had stopped beating. He looked over at me, and because he was a surgeon, he, he could tell that I wasn't breathing. So he pulled me out of the car, and he was giving me CPR. And a man from our church drove by, saw my dad giving me CPR, and went to a phone booth and called my mom and said, your son, your, your son has been killed in an accident. He thought that I was a little boy because I was so ragged and so bloodied wow. that he, he couldn't even see my face. Wow. So my mom had no way of knowing what, was, what had happened um, uh, until my dad got to the hospital. So I did rehabilitation, and I, I did get I, – I, I got my brain back, but what I lost was my smile. And for about six months, I couldn't smile because the nerves had been severed. And, and it was during that period of time that I absolutely shut down. Because for me, smiling has always been such an intrinsic part of how I communicate. And Willie, I know you're the same way. Yes. Imagine if your main means of connecting with people is taken away from you. Um, because I had a horrible grimace on my face anytime I tried to make a facial expression. Mm. And so I just, I quit smiling and I quit communicating. And what I learned from that is that when you take away somebody's main mode of communicating, when you take away their ability to connect and express themselves, that they shut down not only on the outside, but also on the inside. And so I decided then that I was going to dedicate my life to helping people not feel shut down anymore. Wow. And so what, what I learned is you're not perfect for everything. Mm. You don't have to be perfect for everything, but you are extraordinary at certain things. And for some people, what makes them extraordinary is their ability to see details so clearly that they can support everyone around them in making sure that they're precise and meticulous and clear. For other people, it's about being so trustworthy that they're stable, that they have a schedule. If you take that away from somebody, that one, one gorgeous difference within them, then they're going to shut down. They're going to lose their potential. And I've seen this over and over again throughout not just my personal life, but in my career. Wow, this is powerful. That is powerful. Let me say, folks, uh, she she was not able to smile at one point in her life, but you got to see her now. She's gorgeous. She is able to smile, and when she smiles, she lights up a room. And 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 I've I've seen it in uh, places we've been. We were in Anaheim, California, together, and mm. we just had a great time at the Million Dollar Roundtable. And and I've seen her at NSA, and we've become friends. And, and so you've done so much that that, that changed your life, though. That moment change your life, didn't it? It sure did. And, and you know, in going into branding and being part of an advertising agency, one of the things that we all know about the brands we love is that they're different in some way. They're not trying to copy other brands. One of the brands that I work on for a while was Godiva. And Godiva used to be this incredibly high-end chocolate that you could only buy in big cities, and it came in this super fancy box. And then Godiva made the mistake that so many of us make. They began to water themselves down to try to make themselves good for everybody. They, they put preservatives in their chocolate so they would last longer. They started selling them in Barnes & Noble. And so people stopped buying Godiva because it was the world's greatest chocolate. And what happened is Godiva sales plummeted so dramatically that they lost touch with who they are as a company. 
So in the same way that Godiva has to had to try to climb back up and, and remember what makes them not just a good chocolate or great chocolate, but something really exquisitely special for all of us, we have to figure out who we are and then do that on purpose. Because it's those differences that, that draws people to us, that a lot of, makes them fall in love with us and champion for us and evangelize for us and not just hire us, but to create a lifelong connection with us. Wow. You know, I, I was looking at a, a, a tape I recorded some years ago, and I was talking about branding. And, I, I, and what you just said reminds me of that conversation I was telling these people uh, in, this, in this seminar, how important the brand is and how you can't be everything to everybody. If you try to be everything to everybody, you end up watering down, brand, uh, uh, fuzzying your brand. I told them, I said, mm. now, when you think of McDonald's, what do you think about hamburgers? When you think of Wendy's, what do you think about hamburger? When you think of KFC, what do you think about chicken? When you think about Pizza Hut, what do you think about pizza? When you think about mm. Boston Market, what do you think about? Oh, uh, uh, I, I will. <laughs> and, 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 and that's it. That's probably one time they were Boston chicken. And mm. at that point they were going, I up remember the, that yeah, they were going up the, up the stock market. They were hot. They were fire. And then they said, we won't be all things to everybody. So we'll become Boston market. And their market mm. share went down because they could not be identifiable in the great marketplace at that distinctive thing that you could get chicken. Now, now McDonald's sells chicken and, 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 and KFC spells other things and, and and others sell different things, but you got to be distinctive in, in something that people can put their finger on and own. You own that little piece of real estate in their brain, and that's what you teach mm. people to do: uh, get your 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 gift, your skill, so that you're not all things to every everybody. People call me and say, "Can you speak for for sexual harassment?" I say, "No, I don't do that. That's not what I do. Mm. We got money, we'll pay you. I don't do that. That's not what I do. Call so and so; they are the expert there, and that's why you have now become so hot." Because you are the fascination queen, and you've done that, and you've done it exceptionally. Well, you, you, you've done that, and now you tell people that they've got to grow themselves. they got to grow their, 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 how do they empower themselves and show themselves their value? What do you tell folks? First of all, Willie, let's talk for just a moment about what it means to be fascinating. Yes, please. A lot of us think about, we think the word fascination is something that is for a a super celebrity or a model or a rock star. The word fascination is actually one of the most ancient words in written language. It comes from Latin, 2,000 years ago. And the word in Latin is named fascinare. Mm. And here's what it means, Willie. You're going to love this. In ancient Latin, the word fascination means to bewitch or hold captive. So your listener is powerless to resist. <laughs> now, the first time I heard that, I thought, you know, that it, it's kind of sexy to bewitch or hold captive so your listener is powerless to resist. And so I started looking into this. And what I learned is that cultures across time throughout the globe have always had this concept of fascination. It's, it's hypnotism. It's spellbinding. It's the ability to attract people. And so when I began researching this about 10 years ago, I I talked to neurologists and to biologists. I wanted to understand the science behind this this moment, this neurological state of fascination. And one of the most powerful things that I learned through this research is that when you fascinate somebody, their brain opens up. It it lights up. If you were looking at it on an MRI scan, their brain looks like they're falling in love. <laughs> now, oh, Willie, you know that feeling oh, of falling in that love? That is good. Come on, somebody. 
Isn't that great? You know that feeling when you're falling in love? Yes. Like you're so, like, you feel, you feel a sense of euphoria, and you can't stop thinking about that person. Well, imagine, on some level, you feel that same sense of euphoria when you're around a product, or you're listening to somebody who inspires you, or you're watching your favorite TV show. You know, Willie, it's like that feeling of being in the zone. You know that, it, I know you know this, you know that moment when you walk out on stage and you feel confident and you're certain of yourself and it feels effortless. Yes. You know what I mean. You're in the moment. You're just there. It's, yes. Yeah. You know, it's like being in the zone. It's like when an athlete, you think of Michael Jordan gliding towards the hoop. It's, yes. It's, that's you at your best. That's right. Well, after studying this, I found out these moments don't have to happen randomly. It's mm. not lucky. If you can identify what are those moments feel like and who are you being in those moments, you can replicate them. And so you can constantly be most likely to make a good first impression, to show up as, as your best self at work, and to have relationships that are not just authentic but incredibly satisfying. Now, now, folks, Sally, hold that thought because this is profound. Folks, everybody talks at some point in time about being in the zone. I had a moment. I was in the zone. And what, and what she's saying is that does not have to happen by chance or by happenstance, but that you can determine that your every time getting in that moment is every time you get up or do what you do. This is powerful. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back because Sally's got some tools and some tests to help you get there. This is Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back with my special guest, Sally Hogshead the queen of how to fascinate and she is sharing some stuff that is going to change your business, your finances, your faith, and even who you attract uh, in your relationships. Am I right about it? Absolutely. The more authentic you can be, the more you can be who you naturally are, the more likely you are to attract exactly the kinds of people that you want to surround yourselves with. And that's, you know, even in these uh, dating websites and people who are looking for the right person is about being who you are and not trying to be who you think they need. Because when you find who you really are, then you attract the person who is supposed to be with you. I mean, when I think about my wife, uh, I, I'm so attracted to her. We've been married for over 30 years. Uh, by the way, for I, I, let me take a little take a moment to, to give a pitch about our new marriage book, Make Love, Make Money, mm. Make It Last, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, 10 Steps to Shape a Great Marriage. Uh, go get it today, uh, folks, and get it, and you'll love, love it. But 
Uh, but we, we, we've been married for over 30 years and we're still like newlyweds. Uh, I mean, mm. I got the hots for her. She turns me on. But part <laughs> of that is because of the fact that she is authentically who she is all the time, never trying to be who she thought I needed to have. She was the one that just stood out from the crowd and because she was always authentic and always exactly who she was and was never trying to make me run after her. I ran after her and she was the person I wanted and she wasn't even interested. Okay. <laughs> well, in other words, you're fascinated. I am fascinated to this up. day. Yeah. To this day. I'm, and so right. you, you've, you've said it very clearly. So ladies, if you're trying to find a man, be you. Be the authentic you because you'll find the man who is looking for you. And gentlemen, the same. If you're trying to find the perfect woman, be you. That is why Sally is so good at this. Again, for those who might be just joining us, I've got my special guest, uh, the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Fascinate, How to Make Your Brand Impossible to Resist, as she's also one of the top speakers for corporate groups. Her, her programs are being used in companies all over America, and she's you can see on NBC, the, uh, NBC Today and, and other shows. She's the number one brand guru in the world today, and she is all over the country and around the world. Go to her website. It's her f- website is fascinating. It's just fascinating. <laughs> From the f- opening picture to every part of it, it just draws you in. Okay, we're talking about how to build brands that can, can make you fascinating, how to draw more people to do business with you, to, to want to be around you, to uh, want to, to uh, spend their money with you, all the above. Talk about it, Sally. How do they get there? Well, we were talking just a moment ago about marriage and how you're fascinated with your wife. Willie, I, I'm not sure if you know this about my husband and me. We're a blended family. And we kind of Brady Bunch, kids. am I right? Eight kids. Yeah, we got the Brady Bunch beat by two. <laughs> Six kids, we ratched it up to eight. Wow. And, uh, and, and I met my husband through online dating. And I, I want to I, I I draw a parallel between online dating and what our everyday conversations are like. Mm. When you go, if you've ever been in online dating or even if you've ever looked on Facebook, it's easy to just kind of scroll through people and, and not notice any one person. It, it's hard to stand out in an environment like that. So what we've been talking about is what are those qualities that, are, uh, that allow you to stand out? so that you're not blending in, so that you can show up as the most powerful, fascinating you, not just in online dating, but every time you communicate. Willie, I'd like to tell you a story about a time when I I realized what it means to not feel like you're fascinating. Mm. We talked a moment ago about this horrible car accident that I was in with my dad Yes, and and how shut down that I was after the experience of losing my smile. Um, A few years later... There was a small settlement that came out of that accident, nothing extravagant. And the, the, the settlement money was intended for me to be able to have surgery to, to fix my scar. And I decided that I was okay with the scars on my face. Instead, I wanted to take that money and go to Africa. Mm. And I wanted to study women and to try to understand why, do, why are women in certain cultures disempowered? And so I went and I lived, I, went, I attended the University of Nairobi for a little while. And, um, and I lived with an African tribe. And this was, it, it was culture shock for me because we were living in a goat dung hut with a woman with 13 kids all under the age of 13. And, uh, and what I realized as I was there is it wasn't just culture shock for me. 
It was culture shock for them that I was there. They'd never seen a white woman. Wow. They had never seen flash photography. They'd never heard Western music. And so it was hard to be able to build a connection. And I noticed the women were sort of beaten down in how they communicated. And so I, I, I began to realize that because the women in this tribe didn't have education, they weren't allowed to explore themselves. They they were there to have babies and to sustain the tribe, but they, they weren't able to get out and um, start to be able to see themselves through through other people's eyes, that they were so disempowered that it was bringing down the tribe. And what I learned from this is a concept that we were talking about a moment ago. The greatest way to empower someone is to help them see their own highest value. Mm. But the flip side is also true. The greatest way to kill someone's spirit is to not acknowledge who they are at their best. The greatest way to kill someone's spirit is to take the person who's in the cubicle next to you or sitting in the restaurant next to you and only focus on their negative traits, to focus on what they're doing wrong, to focus on what they need to fix. But if we focus on what people are doing right, then they'll rise, 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 not just at work, but in home and in family. Wow. Ooh, you know what? Uh, Les Brown has a quote that says, see a man as he is, he'll always stay as he is today. But you see a more person as they are or could be, then they'll be all they should be and will become the better them. And so that is why it is important that we focus on people's good. And you know what? The, the, I believe that the people who are winners like yourself, and I'm very grateful people have inspired me, that I always try and find something good from somebody. I'm looking for something good in that person. They might have some, some, some warts and something, but there's something good in there, and I'm always trying to find it and encourage that good. And that's the encouraging part about the people who I'm around at the part of the spirit. Speakers Association and the speakers industry and the people I meet on this show and the people in my network who I've had the ability to be blessed by. I was recently with Gladys Knight and her husband, William, and they were here in Washington. And and man, you talk about a great lady. But one of the things about Gladys that I just love is she's always making people first uh, feel comfortable around her because everybody knows she's a celebrity and, you know, you can get nervous around. You can get starstruck. She first dis arms that says, you know, I'm just Gladys. I'm just Gladys. And then she says, there's something great about you. There's something special about you. Mm-hmm. I can see it in you. And that's what warms me when I'm around her. I notice she does it every single time I'm around her. And that's what you're saying. You know, find the greatest way to, to, to encourage somebody and not kill their spirit, but focus on their good, on their on something in them. And you know what? By doing that, folks, when you, you, you focus a little bit of good and put a little perfume on that good, you get a little bit on yourself. Am I right about it, Sally? That's right. It's like magic fairy dust, you know, and there's plenty to go around. There's, there, there's, it's, there's so much good in the world that we're, that we're not seeing, that we're not encouraging. And nowhere is this more important than in our own families. You know, it's easy for me to look at our kids and, and turn to one of them and say, oh, you didn't finish your broccoli or you didn't clean your room. But instead, if I can, if I can look at who they are, who they can become, then they're more likely to become that. And this is what I've been studying over the, over the last decade. We know that, we know that it's easy to kind of go on gut instinct, but what if there could be a science behind it? The problem, Willie, is that when I did a, I did a national survey and I said to people, do you think you are fascinating? And, and I scored the result. Turns out most people think they are not 
fascinating. And that's mm. why they play dumb. That's why they, they, they stand at the back of the stage instead of putting themselves out there. But once you show someone what makes them fascinating, that's when they're going to be empowered to keep doing it. Just like the way I had to get my smile back. Just like the way when I went to Africa, I saw what it's like to be disempowered and that we, we all need to change that. Imagine it's not about yourself. This isn't, our conversation today isn't just about um, you, you, you meaning a, people who are part of the community listening to this. It's not about just what makes you fascinating. It's about understanding that when you show somebody else what fascinates them about, what, what, what makes them fascinating to you, that they, they'll bring that forth. I love so what that. I'd like to encourage each person who's listening, go to somebody that you know well and say, you know what fascinates me about you is your ability to constantly think of other people or to make them laugh or to give advice. Maybe go to somebody that you, you don't know well, but tell them what has made a good impression on you about them. That's paying it forward. Wow. Folks, this is profound information, not only to bless you, but you can be a blessing to others. Because you know what? Most people li- live lives of quiet desperation. They are, they are struggling to get through day to day. Oh, they look good. They got fancy cars. They use the, What they do is they try and uh, create a, a success story from the outside in. They'll buy a car. They get a hat. They get a, a, a nice suit. But really, success is from inside out. And that's where you start to work on the inside. And it comes from the inside to the outside. And that's where the real greatness is sprung. It's, 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 it's let loose. I, I recently had Lisa Nichols on the show and she talked about how she had to transform herself from welfare roles and public assistance to work on herself inside to now that she is a publicly traded motivational company because she had to work inside out rather than outside mm. in. And so that's what mm. I want to encourage everybody to do because there's greatness inside of each and every one of you but you've got to find that greatness and how to let it shine i love what you just said i had to write that up. people most people think they are not fascinating here's what i wrote folks i wrote i write notes just like y'all write notes uh people think they are not fascinating but once shown that they are they can shine they can shine and be their greatest selves they can be their greatest gifts and then they're passionate about it and you talk about passion a lot in fact uh, before we go to the break i want to Tell people again, and then when we come back, we want to talk about how to get passionate and, and get passionate about your life because it makes a difference. But before we go to break, please tell people again where they can get this free assessment because they got to get it and somebody might have to jump off. Go ahead. Uh, great. It, go to howtofascinate.com, and that's F-A-S-C-I-N-A-T-E, howtofascinate.com forward slash U, Y-O-U. And it's going to ask you for a code. The code is Wealthy Ways. Like All the Willie really really Jolly Wealthy Ways show, it's just Wealthy Ways. One word, no, no space in between there. And if you do that, folks, you'll be able to get this. And, and it's a value. Well, I mean, you people usually pay for this, okay? That's a pay for the deal. And you don't have to pay for it because you're one of my friends, one of my tribe, one of my crew, one of my network, one of my 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 peoples, my peeps. You just have to say, I'm one of Willie's peeps and wealthy ways, and you get it free because that's how we do. We try and make sure that you grow through this show. And I want to take a moment to say, please continue to send me the emails and the notes about how the show is impacting you. We've had people say, I've started a business. 
and it's thriving. I, I was able to, 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 after being downsized and losing my job, to start something new. And now I'm doing great. Uh, I've got a new relationship because of this show. I've got some new esteem. I feel better about myself. That's why we started this show. And that's why we're grateful. So many of you have told your friends and family and why it's now number one in the country. And I'm grateful for that. We're going to take a quick break with uh, our special guest, Sally Hogshead. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody turn on the radio because we got more to come. And this is for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. The best is yet to come. Life had enough ups and downs. But Lord, since I met you, all that's changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do is fly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come.
back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guest, Sally Hogshead. She is uh, one of the most powerful speakers on the planet uh, about the uh, uh, the subject of branding and fascination. But she's also a best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author. She is a mom, a wife. They got eight children. Lord have mercy, eight children. <laughs> <laughs> Speaker Hall of Fame inductee, Lord, she got it going on. But you got a full lot. You got a full. You got a full docket. That's for sure. I I do, and I am so blessed, and that's why it's so important to to feel energized and motivated when when I get up in the morning because there's a lot to accomplish. And this is what what I want to encourage everybody to remember is this, Willie: the world isn't changed by people who sort of care. Mm. The world isn't changed by people who, who don't care about the people around them or don't care about their message. The world is changed by people who almost irrationally care, mm. who throw themselves into their lives because they know who they are and they know what other people value in them. And the, the problem is a lot of times when we, when we squish ourselves, I think you used a great word. I think you made it up while you were saying it. It was um, buzzify. Fuzz, buzzy, that's right, that's right. Get, that's right, buzzify, get buzzy, that fuzz, buzzify. fuzzy, fuzzify, I know, that I fuzzy, that yeah, I made it up, you know that, I, I'm, a, I'm a wordsmith, I make them as I go, that's right, fuzzify, you didn't make, you get fuzzy, your brand fuzzify. is fuzzy, that's right. You're either fascinating or you're fuzzified. <laughs> you can use that one, okay, use that one, you say, as my friend Willie Jolly said, fuzzify. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to go get the, I'm going to go buy that website domain, <laughs> fascinating or fuzzified.com. <laughs> and so here's the thing, Willie, people, people think, people know they have a message that matters. Right. You know, like I want to keep my kids off drugs or I want to motivate the people who work around me or I'm committed to the work that I do and I think it makes a difference in the world. But if we, if we dumb ourselves down and fuzzify ourselves, we're not going to be able to make a difference. Imagine that you are the guardian of your own message. If, if you don't believe in your message and you don't put your message out there in a way that fascinates people and gets them to take action, your message is going to die. So if you come up with the greatest idea in the world, imagine that you're sitting there and you're in your bedroom and you have some idea that you know could change the world, but you don't, you don't put yourself behind that idea, then you're not being the guardian of your own message. And you can't expect your idea to march out in the world and make a difference all by itself. It's fragile. So for all of us, if we believe that we are doing something that matters or we have something to say that we want to, we want to bring people in, into this message of ours, then it's our job, it's our duty, our responsibility to understand what makes each of us fascinating so that we can give our ideas and our and our emotions and our families and all of our relationships the best possible chance. Absolutely. Now, I want to I want to go back to something you said early in this interview. You said that when you started this speaking enterprise, you couldn't pay your bills. You were struggling. And now you have built an empire, okay? You're doing very well. You're making a lot of money. You're getting paid an unbelievable amount of money for a one-hour speech. I know your fee, okay? We have a similar fee, and I know that, that, that if people, if, I, I keep telling people, if I'm dreaming, please don't pinch me and wake me. Let me keep on dreaming. <laughs> now, now, here's what I want to talk about, though. There were some principles that you undertook. There were some things you did to take you from this woman who could not pay her bills to become a 
entrepreneur who gets paid a lot of money for their value and your value is worth every penny people pay for it. What did you do? What can we say if we were walking in a room of young entrepreneurs who needed to get from broke, busted, disgusted to become success, what, what lessons would you tell them? Here's what you need to do. Here's what I learned. Well, it's easy for us to think that we need to blend in to the people around us. And there was an article that was in the New York Times that described that genetically, we are 99.9% the same as every other human being on the planet. In other words, we're almost all exactly the same as each other. But we have this tiny little slice of genius, this 0.1%, this this way that helps us stand out and be glorious. And so so the first key that I want to introduce for people is... It's good to be better than the people around you, but it's better to be different. Mm. Different is better than better. Let Mm. me describe what I mean. A lot of times when we're in a situation, especially in our careers, we think we have to outdo other people. Just like I was trying to outdo other speakers. I was trying to be better. But what I learned was being better only puts you on this hamster wheel. It, It means you're constantly defining yourself by somebody else's standards. So it's good to be better but it's better to be different. Different is better than better. Mm, Okay. That's good. That's good. So you tell them, be different. Be really, really exceptionally different. Stand out like a a sore thumb. Uh, I I, I tell a quick story. That's one point. We're going to get some more points from Sally. But my son, when he got out of law school, got his first job at uh, at a a government agency uh, as a contractor. And they told him on his first day when he got here, all his coworkers said, slow down because your contract is over when you finish this project. And if they've given you four weeks, see if you can stretch it out to two months. Just slow down. Slow your road. He came home and asked me, what should I do? I said, you want to do what I've always told you. Be exceptional. If it takes you, uh, if you pay, if they pay you a dollar, give them two dollars worth of work. If they say it takes you thirty days, see if you can do it in, in twenty days and with the same level of expertise. Try and be different. And he did what I told him to do. He, he there was a four year contract. He did his work and, and he did it exceptionally. And about three weeks and. He was gone. And his coworker said, see, we told you, you were going to be gone. And they laughed at him, not knowing the next week the director of the program was going to call him and say, we had our eye on you. We noticed how you worked at a different level. You kept your head down. You went to work. You didn't take long coffee breaks. You didn't come in late. You didn't, you didn't leave early. You did the excellent work. We looked at your work. We want you now to come back as the supervisor to the people in that office. Mm. And so what you have oh. said is so cru- crucially true. Be so different because you're so excellent. Be set out to be excellent and not just one of the crew. So that's good. What else would you tell this group? Well, we've talked a lot about the good news. Let's talk for a moment about the bad news. All right. The bad news is people are distracted. Mm. You know, we, we've, we've all heard a lot about how attention spans are shorter. Eight seconds, nine seconds before people get distracted. So if you're going to communicate, it's critical for you to understand that you have a choice. You're either going to add value or you're going to take up space. Every time you communicate, I know, I know, I told you. Oh, that's cool. That was cool. That is good. You're either going to add value or you're going to take up space. Good God Almighty. So haven't you been in a meeting before and, um, and there's some time pressure. People want to be able to get through the meeting because they've got other stuff to do. And somebody keeps raising their hand and they're talking just to hear themselves talk. 
So here's the key. Every time you're going to reach out to somebody um, professionally, think to yourself, how can I add value in this conversation so that I'm not just taking up space, so that I'm, I'm, I'm giving them the gift of rewarding them for giving me their attention. Um, it's, it's better not to just keep putting yourself in front of people, to keep cold calling them without adding value, to keep sending them emails without adding value. Now, let's talk about a little bit about the good news. Yes. The good news is 100% yourself is better than 100% perfect. Mm. 100% yourself is better than 100% perfect. People love you for your so-called flaws. People love you for those little quirks and idiosyncrasies. And that's why I didn't fix the scar on my face. When, mm. I, when I was in that car accident, I chose to take that money and go to Africa instead. So, so don't, try to, don't try to smooth over all those edges. Wow. We got, we got about a minute and a half left. Give us some closing thoughts that will change. First of all, give them the, where they can go again and then give them some closing thoughts. Go to howtofascinate.com forward slash you, Y-O-U. It'll ask you for your code. Put in the code wealthy ways and you'll get a free assessment that will tell you how other people see you at your best so you can do it on purpose. And what's the website that they can find you if they want you to come speak? They can go to howtofascinate.com. I love meeting people in your community, Willie. Everybody around you seems to shine. Wow, bless you. And her last name is Hogs. Head. All right, so. <laughs> it's just like it sounds. It sounds Can just like it is. It? <laughs> Craziest last name ever. Uh, but it's great, and she has, has made it have a, a great uh, appeal. I want to thank you, Sally Hogshead, for being my guest. I know how hard it is to get on your schedule. I'm glad you took time for my, my listeners across the country and around the world. Um, uh, I just am grateful for you, and I'm thankful for all you're doing to help people to be fascinating. And I'm grateful for all of the people who have taken your assessment and have blossomed as a result. Oh, Willie, thank you. Thank you for the gift that you are. Thank you for the light that you shine on the world. You know, one of the things you taught me, you taught me that I don't have to find that shine, that if I am that shine, that I can give it to other people. And I'm so grateful to you. God bless you. I love you much. Folks, that's Sally Hedgehog. Uh, Hogshead. <laughs> Sally Hogshead. I like Hedgehog. <laughs> I like, it's like Fuzzify. That's a good that's one. A, like that's a Fuzzify. I make them up as I go. I tell you, I've become a minute. <laughs> anyway, folks, get to her website. Get the assessment. Go to wjspeaks.com. Get on to my newsletter. Make sure you're on my newsletter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook Live. We got a Monday night call every Monday night where I do some thoughts, some faith-based thoughts. And then follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all the above. And remember that for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Have a great week on purpose. Talk yeah. to you soon. Woohoo! Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't get you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going nowhere? Have you maybe come to the conclusion That there's nothing at all that you can do? Well, just look in any mirror and you'll see Who is really, truly stopping you My, my, my It's up
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.